Today, we're going to be going on our second list of 2023, which is the best songs of 2023. Starting off at number 20 with Shots by Jaleel, which is a shocking and electrifying amped up song with Denzel Curry on it. And throughout the whole album, you kind of see that little spark of entertainment that you see from Jaleel and having to be very amped up and having a very surprisingly entertaining hook and making it catchy saying, Real raw, real raw, real raw. And having to have a nice Denzel verse really does a nice job with it. Up next at number 19, we got Tormenta by the Gorillas and Bad Bunny. Having to be a more surprise collaboration earlier in the year with their Cracker Island album from the Gorillas. Having to have a nice verse or two from Benito. And having to have more of a slower tropical beat to kind of blend in for both of them. I was really surprised to see the announcement when they are doing this new album and having a Bad Bunny collaboration. I was like okay let me take a look and see how it is and it does really well to my expectations a little bit great job great single great attitude with it next up at number 18 is ghost again by depeche mode the first single to pop up from their new album and after the unfortunate passing of their well-known member andy having to do a nice job when making it very dreamy and whimsical but at the same time being dark and atmospheric to say the least too applying that to the whole album this one has to be more the catchier side of their songs to say the least really great really good job on this one too up next at number 17 is Turn Off Your Phone by Pink Panthers and Destroy Lonely. This one has to be one of my favorite songs that she has released so far throughout the year. Was I a little disappointed that she didn't add it to the Heaven Knows album? I was a little bit, but hey, it... It's a pretty cool standalone single and having a nice verse from Pink Panthers as well as Destroy Lonely. Nice chemistry between them for the hyperpop and rage scene a little bit too. Blend both the aesthetics of hyperpop and rage for both of those two artists to make a really good song out of it. Next at number 16, we got a two-song tie with Pluto to Mars by Little Uzi and Pretty Isn't Pretty by Olivia Rodrigo. Both of these songs are really catchy and really good to listen to. Pluto to Mars from Little Uzi's album, The Pink Tape, is one of the more catchier songs, in my eyes at least, and having a nice flow, nice melody, and very catchy appeal to it. It's saying, I think came up with a hundred grand large. Yeah, yeah. To say the least too. Really cool. Very catchy. I like the aesthetics for it as well too. Same thing with Pretty Isn't Pretty by Olivia Rodrigo. More of an 80s infused indie pop song to say the least for it. Having to go more on the standards of Pretty Isn't Pretty for most people. And having to kind of change it up for it. Having to be one of my favorite songs from Guts. Really great song. And both of these two deserve that spot together. Number 15 we got the Cobra Rock Mix by Megan Thee Stallion and Spirit Box. Like I said, this is the rock version of Cobra from Megan Thee Stallion, having to be more of that bounce-back single to show off some of the stuff that she's been through, having to kind of talk about her split-up with her man, and a little bit of some other things, too. Then seeing the rock mix with Spirit Box, having some nice vocal ad-libs to kind of bounce back and support it up, really works well, and seeing some TikToks to kind of blend in some other female artists with rock tunes and the backing behind it does really well and now we got an actual official version with this song cobra megan and spirit box does a nice job with it really well up next at number 14 we got sleep tokens chokehold like the song is apprehended this one has gotten me a little bit of a chokehold throughout this
this song and the whole album, Take Me Back to Eden by Sleep Token with the new prog metal sound and having to have some nice genre fluidity in its own name, to say the least, too. Really does a nice job with it. Really catchy. I love the chugging riffs. Kind of nice switch up for the melodies here and there. I really enjoy this one. Have to be my favorite song from this album and from Sleep Token by far. Really great job with it. Up next at number 13, we got another two-song tie with Water by Tyla and Five in the Morning by Suicide Boys. With the song Water having to kind of blow up everywhere with this and the Travis Scott remix that Tyla has released, and as well as getting a little feature on Summer Walker's big hit in 2018, Girls Need Love, as well with Tink and Victoria Monet. This was really interesting and having to see her kind of blow up from a great song like that to kind of show in some more ideas and an album coming in next year. Really exciting to see. Then it's 5 in the Morning with Suicide Boys, one of the songs in the Yin Yang series EP that it did back in May, having to pull in more of a Houston side of them and their production and sampling as well as the lyrical topics of them flexing, getting catty slabs, and kind of riding with the candy paint, to say the least, too. Has to be one of my favorite songs off of the Summer EP and throughout the whole project set in general. Really great, and having to have a nice little kiki sample to kind of balance it out. Really flexing, really showing off, and switch up the pace with their new sound and new exploration. Really does a nice job with it. One of my favorites. Next up at number 12, we got Self Love by Metro Boomin and Koyla Ray. Having to be one of the songs on the new Spider-Man soundtrack movie. Having to be more of a mature sounding song for Koyla Ray and style-wise does really well and blends in with the aesthetic very pleasingly well. I do enjoy it and having to see a new side of Koyla Ray and kind of putting in that expectation that she was going to go for Koi with this song it does well and having to kind of pop out for a great song for Koyla Ray to say the least next up in number 11 we got blood on my nikes by Denzel Curry with Juicy J having to show off a new sound and a new approach from Denzel more vicious more bloodthirsty type of approach and kind of be catchy and striking sharp lyricism and a great verse from Juicy J does a real nice job with it I'm really impressed with it and goes along with the other singles that he was releasing throughout the whole year does a nice job with it really catchy and very cutthroat to say the least next up at number 10 we got ski by sexy red having to be one of the more standout summer songs at that time when it was released i had a feeling that that song was gonna pop up and blow up as it is and it did really did a nice job and kind of pull in the catchy appeal for most people especially on tiktok trying to reinvent the lyrics to it and kind of make it their own to kind of apply to their teachers or whatever kind of platforms they're trying to go on to with it does a nice job with it and like i said it's very catchy and had that prediction really well kind of being everywhere and making sexy red a big star big enough to be on drake's album for all the dogs really great really good job on sexy to being a new artist of the year really cool i like it very catchy next up at number nine we got two bad bunny songs in competition with each other and that is monaco and fina with yamiko those two songs having to be more catchy and kind of star-studded songs out of his new album that he dropped out of a surprise announcement. Really cool. I love the strings on Monaco and the attitude that we get from Yamiko on Fina and having the little throwback of 2018 Bad Bunny with his attitude and throughout that whole album does a nice job with it. 
Verminico and Fina are great. These are my two favorite songs from that album, and I just can't get enough of them. Really great. Up next at number eight, we got another two-song tie, and that is Ultra Griselda by West Side Gun and Intergalactic Icons by Logic. Griselda's very own West Side Gun having a new album out and having to pop out with this song, Ultra Griselda with Denzel Curry. Really catchy. I like the trap tune behind it and kind of pulls in a nice catchy flow from Denzel as well as a nice verse from West Side Gun to kind of match out the energy. Really good and catchy hook as well too. Then Intergalactic Icons to me was a song that I didn't know I needed to hear with Logic, Conway the Machine, and Riff Raff. With a name like that, it really does a nice job and kind of pulling in a nice thumpy boom bap beat and gets the best out of everyone. Really does a nice job with it for that song. Like I said, Intergalactic Icons is a song I didn't know I needed in my life. <laughs> Next up at number 7, we got a three-way tie for Drake's songs from his newest album and that is 8AM in Charlotte first person shooter and I don't give a fuck those three songs to me kind of stood out the most because maybe the feature as well as the ideas where Drake is kind of pulling up his hype energy and going into more that lyrical rap rap Drake to say the least too especially for 8am and Charlotte having a conductor Williams beat really making a nice Griselda aesthetic to say the least too for Drake to rap over really great job First Person Shooter has a two-part beat switch with J. Cole. Goes very hype and eclectic and kind of being big superstars to say the least too. Going back and forth. Really great job with it. And finally, I Don't Give a Fuck with Yeet. Kind of sees both of them going over a nice, loud, and shocking Benny X beat to go on to forward. Yeet does his thing going nonchalant with the hook and very great verse to say the least too. And Drake pops in kind of blending in well. Kind of similar to one of the other songs that were on for all the dogs that Benny X produced as well too. Really great job and shows off that reckless attitude to say the least too. Really great job. Up next at number six, we got another two song tie and that is Rude Bone by Vel9 and Typecast by Cinnamon Babe. Both of these two artists have a nice job and a great year for them. I really enjoyed their songs and their albums that they released. Really great job. Starting off with Rude Bone by Vel9 from her Nina album that she did with Nug Life. Really great job. More jazzy trap tune for it. Kind of shows off her lyrical prowess and kind of shows off that ability really well. And especially throughout that album, she did a nice job with it. But this one was just a standout track for me. I really do enjoy it. It's very addictive and really fun to listen to a lot. And the same thing goes to Typecast with Cinnamon Babe and her EP Fatherless. Having to kind of pop out with a nice catchy 2000s riff and 2000s melody to say the least too. Really catchy. She kind of fills in some nostalgia from the 2000s with some alternative grunge and alternative rock in general. Kind of similar to Hole a little bit too. I like it and having to kind of pull in that aspect. Really catchy, really strong song and having a bunch of strong women creating such great songs to say the least too. Really great shit. I like it. Next up at number five, we got another two song tie and that is Perfect by JPEG Mafia and Danny Brand and Fiend by Travis Scott. 
both of these songs in their respective manner really shows off a nice electric and kind of amped up energy to say the least too for perfect kind of pulls in a more abstract approach for the horns and really goes in a very hype heroic moment to say the least too for scaring the hose by jpeg and danny they do a nice job with it and kind of showing off their verses and their lyrical ability does a nice job with it and goes off to the same thing with Fiend, with Travis Scott, and Playboy Cardi, having to be the rage anthem that it is, and having to have this iconic Playboy Cardi verse that sounds a little bit like Young Thug in a deep vocal inflection a little bit too, and having to kind of be that kind of stadium anthem that Travis Scott has to play, especially from his recent tour so far in like New York where he played Fiend like 10 times. That shit is crazy. I like it. Kind of pulls in the nice synth rage energy that most people are just going to hear for the rest of their life, to say the least, too. At number four, we got If Looks Could Kill by Destroy Lonely. The song of the same name of the album goes more into a darker, gloomier guitar approach song and having to be, well, a fashion killer, to say the least, too. Having to kind of be more dark and eclectic shows out throughout the whole album as well. Shows out the versatility that alone goes on to. Really catchy. I really couldn't get enough of this song when it first came out. It's one of my favorite songs from the album, and a bunch of other ones can go along with it, but this one just stood out to me the most. Up next at number three, we got Lost by Linkin Park. This is one of the newer vault tracks that we got from Linkin Park to celebrate the 20 years of Meteora in 2023. This one has to be one of my favorite ones, having to show in some nice nostalgia as well as showing in some interesting ideas that Linkin Park was going on to at that time when they were recording Meteora and seeing the backstory behind it seems really fascinating to say the least too. This one just has to be my favorite one from the Vault Collection as well. R.I.P. Chester Bennington. Really great song. Up next at number two, we got Talking That Shit by Killer Mike. This is one of my favorite songs from Killer Mike from his new album, Michael. Having to kind of pull in a nice triple beat switch, to say the least, too. Goes into a nice choir-based vocal approach to it, then switching out to a rumbly chase scene bass line, then going to a nice Memphis switch-up. Really slaps you in the face with some unexpected twists and turns. Great lyrical wordplay from Killer Mike, and a strong, strong pen game, to say the least, from him. One of my favorite songs from the project, and it's so addictive that I can't stop listening to it. It's great. I love the idea and love the Memphis influence from DJ Paul. Really great stuff. And now, finally, at number one, we got a two-song tie by one artist, and that is Travis Scott, Lost Forever, and I Know. Both of these two songs from Utopia have to be my favorite and go-to songs from that album. Lost Forever, having to be a West Side Gun feature on it, having to tease it out through Travis's fashion line for one of the walks that he was doing. He was playing this song, and it was so fucking good. I was like, damn, that's good. Hopefully he releases soon with this one, and when I saw it officially on the track list, I was ecstatic, and once I listened to it, I just couldn't get enough of it. It was like crack to me, man. I just couldn't stop listening to it. I was listening to it 24-7, man. I love the verse from both Travis and West Side Gun, and the beat switch on that song really fits well with West Side Gun's verse and does a nice job with it. And the same thing goes with I Know, having to be more on the darker side of production, but it makes it catchy with a great hook, 
and the lyrics on it too kind of show some relatability saying tell me if you still up it's 5 a.m and i'm drunk right now tell me can we still fuck it's really cool and also a nice little stadium anthem i would say too for this one with a catchy hook everyone's kind of singing along saying i know i know i know i know it's really cool i really like it both of these two songs really match out the energy being polar opposites from them is really cool and having to pop out for my best tracks from utopia to say the least too and that will conclude this list of 2023. That is my top 20 songs for 2023. Thank you so much. But remember, this is my personal opinion based on my personal enjoyment of these songs. Thank you. Keep on craving, my little junkies.